0: In The night time trap with them chickens like pop, pop, money changing colors like tie, tie, I'm just trying to get it. I ain't trying to die. No, she got a bigger on your booty, made the world cry. cry. In the kitchen, wrist, twisted like it's stir fry. It. Hold them bands down, hey. hold your mask down. Hey. Who told you come around? Who did that trap sound? Designer, oh. go faster, show, show, how, how, make it go. Control the bag now, control the bag now, no need to brag now. They no put the mask down, mask. Is Finest rose, we can go, we can go, watching me when pops still be real and pain.
1: All right, so let's be honest. Uh, when this song dropped, y'all was in the kitchen cooking to this song. <laughs> I know I was. I've done before. I ain't going front. You know, it's a real catchy song. So for many of you, uh, you know that song, but for those who don't, that is Stir Fry by Amigos. Hey, what's good, everybody? It is Cedric Warren here with Sed Talk. Get it like Ted Talk, but it's me. A couple things. Yo, I hope everyone had a great holiday season. I want to wish everyone a happy new year. Uh, it's 2020, man. I can't believe, you know, a whole nother Know, decade is here, it's crazy. Uh, So, you know, hope everyone's first week in 2020 is off to a good start. And if you're listening to my podcast, uh, man, I so so appreciate that. I'm glad you are kicking off that first week with me. So, I really really appreciate it. Hey, quick announcement too before we get into it, man, we got a logo. I hope y'all saw it. I posted it on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. So, if you like it, give it a thumbs up, give it a double tap. You know, I'm saying retweet it. Uh, So, I really really appreciate that for all those who already showed the love. For it, so I'm excited to keep moving forward with the podcast. Uh, so we're gonna definitely keep growing this thing here. My next step is definitely to get on some new platforms outside of SoundCloud, so more people can listen as well. So stick with me and keep listening. Okay. So this week we have our second guest with us. Uh, it's my homeboy, good friend, fellow public health person, uh, Jaquez Watson, aka Coach Jock of Ddh Fitness, and we'll get to him shortly. So I want to start off with it's. Football season's coming to a close, and I know being somebody from the South, man, football is king. Uh, sports is king, really. It's really how we all get together. Uh, it is a. It unifies us, even in our loyalty to different teams and things like that. And just being on social media, seeing people talk about like different teams and and things like that. I just want to get your perspective. Right. So our topic is going to talk about fandom. Right. And a little bit beyond fandom. All right. So what teams are you loyal to? I want you to tell me what teams you're loyal to. You know, let me know in the comments and things like that. So I'm going to give you mine. And I'm also tell you how I became a fan. Right. So I want y'all to do these same things in the comment. So I'm from South Carolina. Most of y'all know that. okay? so I did uh, my college years at the University of South Carolina. Quick tip for some of you who might not know, my freshman first semester in college was spent at the University of Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Uh, This is before they got super good. I left and came back home. Uh, The University of South Carolina was where I wanted to go initially. So uh, I don't know. Some might say that was a mistake fan wise. I could have been Part of a multinational championship uh, university, but it's all good. Uh, SC is my home, man. I'm a, I'm a rep the Gamecocks till till the end. So I got University of South Carolina collegiately. Uh, also have the University of Oregon, uh, and then UNC Tar Heels. You know, those are kind of my college teams and my pro teams are Dallas Cowboys, Atlanta Braves, and now because I'm living in Indiana in the city of Indianapolis, I'm uh, following the Indiana Pacers. So they're having a good season, right? So how did you become a fan, right? There has to be a, a moment or a, uh, probably a family member or something like that who, you know, brought you into the fan base, you know what I'm saying? So there has to be, you know, some, some moment like that or whatever. So are you a fan because you were born into it? You know, are you living in the city? Did you attend the college there? You know, so definitely let me know. So here's my story, right? Again, I'm from South Carolina In South Carolina, you have two major college teams, University of South Carolina and Clemson University. You pretty much choose either one, which one you want to go for, like it is in a lot of states. There are people who kind of walk the line and say, oh, they're both South Carolina teams. I'm going to root for both. I hate that. So I think that's whack. So University of South Carolina, I follow them all the sports, regardless, men's, women's, basketball, football, baseball, all of that. I do follow them. Uh, as best I can, especially football, and now the women's basketball team, of course, and our awesome 2017 run for the men's basketball team to the Final Four. Uh, But since I am a graduate of the University of South Carolina, I am officially stuck to root for them for the rest of my life. Uh, I paid too much money to that school and I'm also still serving uh, on the alumni uh, Black Alumni Council. So very much ingrained into the school. So I gotta, you know, in fact, I have my Carolina hoodie on right now with my alumni pin on my hat. So, you know, there it is. So the University of Oregon, uh, I got into that fan base in 2002, 2003. Uh, Joey Harrington was quarterback. You know, and every Saturday, my family, we would wake up and watch college football. And of course, with the Pac 12 being out west, a lot of times they're playing late, but it's the weekend, so I have to stay up late and watch games. Uh, but the games that I did catch with Oregon uh, were just some of those mid afternoon games, one o'clock kickoffs for them. And of course, some of the late night games starting at like 10 o'clock. But the one thing I truly, truly loved, was their uniforms and they stepped outside the box and as you know like they are some of the hottest no not some of the hottest. They, are, they have the hottest uniforms in college football. Don't debate me. And if you want to debate me, you'll lose because I'll just give you 350. I'll give you as many uniform combinations as they have. I'll give you the same amount of reasons as why they have the best uniforms in college football. There's just no doubt. Uh, I have a cousin out in Portland, Oregon. And I remember the first time I went out to see him was that same year, uh, which was really exciting. Uh, that year, uh, my cousin's wife actually works for Nike. And that year, Kobe had just signed his new deal with with Nike he got away from the ugly Adidas shoes, and then uh, LeBron had just graduated high school and signed his initial 10 year, 90 million dollar deal with Nike. So we got a chance, my brother and I got a chance to go out to Portland, Oregon, uh, tour the Nike facility. Uh, It was beautiful, man. If you get a chance to go out to the Pacific Northwest, I truly, truly encourage you to go enjoy it. Uh, It's green. It's pretty. If you go in the summertime, especially from the south, it is such a relief because it is not hot. It is not hot at all. Humidity is low. Cools off at night. Takes forever to get dark at night. So it's great. Uh, UNC Tar Heels. And this is for college basketball. So, again, big college basketball fan. If you're in South Carolina, you know that college basketball for men's basketball is not prominent. So, of course, what do you do? You know, you kind of look to the bordering state to see, like, who's good. And with the history of the UNC Tar Heels basketball team, You just followed it, right? They were always on TV, you know what I'm saying? Because of regional coverage, so we always saw them. So, in South Carolina, there's plenty of people who decide between UNC and Duke. They have no, like, allegiance. There's a lot of people not from North Carolina. They didn't go to school there or nothing. But, you know, you choose between UNC and Duke. We chose UNC. Uh, So, on to my pros teams, right? So, I said the Dallas Cowboys. Again, I don't want to hear no flack, no smack talk in the comments. I don't want to see none of that, all right? If you do, you're getting deleted. Deleted, blocked, whatever. I'm not here for the negativity. <laughs> so the Dallas Cowboys thing is probably um, the um, the one I love the most because it it I was born into that. Right? We are far away from Texas, but I was born into that. So my grandmother was a Cowboys fan. Um, my dad grew up in Virginia, which is really, you know, home of the Redskins, basically big fan base in Virginia. Uh, but he went the opposite way and actually became a Cowboys fan as well. So I've been a Cowboys fan since birth and then truly recognizing. I remember watching the 93 Super Bowl at a co- my mom's coworker's house and things like that. We had on our shirts and things like that. So uh the cowboys have been a long long standing fan base for me uh i've born into it and it's not just you know You know, it's almost beyond fandom, to be honest with you. Okay. Uh, Atlanta Braves, again, so big baseball fan, as you've probably heard me say before. Uh, South Carolina does not have a pro team. So regionally, you know, um, Atlanta Braves is the South's team. You have the Marlins down in Florida, Uh, you have the Rays down in Tampa as well. But, you know, those teams aren't as prominent. Uh, The Braves have a long, long standing history, been around uh, since. Uh, they've been in Atlanta since 1960, and they've been just a franchise known as the Braves for much longer than that. They were in Milwaukee, Boston, of course. Uh, so long, long history. And of course, they have you know the one of the greatest home run hitters, one of the greatest athletes, one of the greatest players of all time. Uh, in their alumni base, and that's Hank Aaron. So, and then lastly, the Indiana Pacers. I watch on TV every now and then. Uh, we have FS1 Indiana, so we see all the Indiana, you know, the Indiana-based teams. Uh, but I figured, just moving to a new city, I figured I'd get into it. I'm not a big NBA fan. I do watch. I do know about the players. I watch in the uh, springtime when the finals, spring and summertime when the finals are kicking off. So I do know about that. So. Um, So those are my teams. Right. And I just want to ask you, like, what does the fandom mean to you? Right. Is it a conversation starter? Is it just, you know, are you proud of your school that you came from, your alumni base? Uh, What else? How do you show your fandom? Right. What kind of fan are you? Are you like the oh, I watch every now and then, but I'm usually out doing other things. Are you, you know, pretty dedicated to where, like, oh, it's Sunday. I know I'm going to watch football. But if there's something else on you want to watch, you'll watch that, too. You don't mind missing the game. Or are you, like, the diehard, hardcore, like, from August to February, nothing matters on the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Don't leave me. Don't, like, don't ask me to do nothing. Don't get married. Don't uh, (laughs) ask me out for anything unless it involves watching football or I have access to watching football. Uh, I'm kind of that person. I think I've become less that person because I do like doing other things. But man, I tell you, growing up on Saturdays and Sundays, is just what we did, we watched football. So uh, it was definitely, you know, uh, a part of me. So for me also, it is a family bond. Uh, I think it, you know, is a conversation starter between all of us, of course. Uh, It's just one thing, you know, when we we talk to each other on the phone, you know, my family and I, I'm in Indy, my parents in South Carolina, my brother's in DC. So when we talk on the phone, It is usually you know part of the conversation and and with the my dad being a Dallas Cowboys fan and he being one of my favorite people ever uh, our fandom definitely brings us together uh, all the time and it's something I know we can always talk about and share we got a chance to go to the Colts and Cowboys game last year which was a very special moment really enjoyed that so this year the goal is to get him to Dallas so you can see the palace so again Uh, Even with all the things happening, you know, with Cap and the league, and I know there's a lot of issues, I was still watching because it was a chance for me to sit and bond with my dad, uh, which I truly enjoyed. And, you know, that kind of overshot many of the things that were happening. I understand what Cap was doing. Proud of him for doing it. It needed to be done. Uh, But, you know, I was still watching because I got a chance to share those moments with my dad. So... Uh, That was important to me So please 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 share your stories Quick stories about you know what teams You support uh, You know why you support them what kind of Fan are you you know are you that rabid Fan that like is sick For days when your team loses or Do you kind of just be like yeah it's All good you know I have moments I have moments where like I'm truly truly Disappointed in a loss and I also have times where like I'm Just like whatever you know I've learned To cope better <laughs> so uh some of my LBs will tell you that like I've been like physically sick or just upset when the Dallas Dallas is lost because of some of the dumb ways they've lost same thing with Carolina I promise you watching Carolina football on Saturday and then watching the Cowboys play on Sunday can be some of the most depressing times a total of like six seven hours that are just like, what What am I doing? Why am I doing this to myself? I think today's uh, Twitter would call it a very toxic relationship, and I think so too. <laughs> All right. All right. So moving on, we are have our second guest of the podcast. Um, two weeks ago, we had my brother on. He was talking sports and everything else. So we'll be back with that probably in a couple weeks. So this week I got my homeboy, uh, this coach Jock of DDH Fitness. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. We uh, appreciate you being on, man. And uh, like I've said on previous podcasts, I definitely want to get more people on to talk about what they're doing, promoting businesses and things like that. I think I've promoted your business before um, on one of my podcasts. So um, now we got you actually in the building and we want to talk about healthy lifestyles uh, going into 2020. Uh, I know a lot of people set uh, resolutions and goals for fitness. You know, That's probably one of the main things people talk about is probably weight loss and finance this is probably the two biggest things that people talk about uh in the, going into the new year so we want to offer people some valuable tips and actual you know things they can do to uh keep those things going all right so i got a couple questions for you and we'll just right. get into it all right so tell me tell everybody who you are uh what you do include your credentials and your experience and tell us why you got into the work that you do all
2: right, um, of course, uh, said, my, my name is Jacques Watson. Um, I was born in Arizona, grew up overseas. Uh, I currently work at Department of Health Environment Patrol um, and uh, another part-time. and I have my personal training business, which is DDH fitness lifestyle with determination, dedication, hard work. Um, I came in with the uh, DDH in 2008. It was just something that I was doing um, for track. I was a college athlete. And um, just added that to my mindset. Then I added it to what I was doing in the classroom. And then um, once say 2014, after I graduated, I just thought, you know, let's see what else I can do with DDH. I just didn't want it for myself. Um, the first thing that I thought about was, I think I, I think I called it Camp DDH. I wrote it down in the book. It was Camp DDH, um, and then I just put that in the back of my brain. But ever since I graduated, I'd have random people asking me, you know, how do I lose weight? Can I lose weight, and I would help people at a drop of the dime. Um, but it kind of came to a point to where uh, you would give free stuff to people, and they would not take care of it basically they wouldn't follow up with the planning when you you know you care about something you put your passion into it Um, it kind of you kind of take it to heart when somebody doesn't either reach their goals or finish the program that they are getting for free for sure Um, so I decided I decided to get my my uh, certification um, last year December and that way so I'm not you know giving people for free if I'm going to charge I'm going to charge so I got my certification um, certified by NASA the uh, the National um, Academy of Sports Medicine um, certification and personal training is. a fitness nutrition specialist. Nice. And y'all, forgive me, it's been a long day, so I'm just going off the top of the <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, that's a cool that's, that's how the podcast works. That's usually what I do. I do make some notes, uh, but oftentimes I do go off the dome and I go away from them, too, so uh, that's yeah, okay. So if that's I cool. ramble with this, yeah, I just forgive them. Perfectly okay. Uh, cool, so we appreciate that. Is there... Was there like a... You know, you, you talked about you got it started in two thousand eight. Was there a moment you know, while you were in school that said like, you know, I need to do this? Was there an opportunity? Was it someone you met that kind of sparked that, or was it just like something that you've always been wanting to do? So I'm being one hundred, um we appreciate that. It started off
2: as like <laughs> it started off as just like, you know, being in a huddle and as a sophomore, a coach would just ask me what words, you know, you go in the huddle during your senior high school, you say motivational stuff. And my favorite words were determination, dedication, hard work. Um, I'd always say that, and then after 2008, I would just say DDH. I made a hat DDH. I wear to track meets the school. Um, our teammates were saying DDH and stuff like that. It didn't really um, really make an impact on me as far as like this needs to be outside of Coastal Carolina needs to be outside of track. And what I did, um, that was when I was working two retail jobs um, in my room, and I wanted to do something more than just just for myself. I wanted to help other people out and um, make a brand out of it because anybody who's on their track team with me knows what DBH is and know all of that. Uh, I still have my old hat, it's dusty as hell now, but... <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Yeah, man. That's, um, yeah, 2008. And then 2014 is when I just really wanted to take it off with something.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I'm 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 right there with you, you know what I'm saying? You, you kind of start things and then it's, you know, you like might let it lay off for a second and then pick it back up and keep going. Yeah. So uh, I think that's a big thing for the weight loss journey and as well as just 2020 resolutions and things like that is like getting started is so difficult for a lot of people and then keeping it going. Right. So I think a lot of people see on TV, um, they see the like they see the Peloton and they see, you know, they see Um, You know, maybe these diets and things like that. And they're like, oh, I'll just do that and then I'll lose weight. Yeah, I'll lose weight. Yeah, lose weight real quick and I'll be done and I'll get in shape and I'll be, you know, I'll I'll do it for the 30 days. I'll drop to 15 pounds and then I'll be good. Um, Not knowing that it's more so creating a lifestyle Right. Um, So talk about how uh, in 2020 for the people who have that weight loss and healthier lifestyle goals, talk about how they can get started and then ways to maintain. And when they hit roadblocks, you know, talk about how to get through those as well. So we talk we see a lot of people kind of start off, lose 10 pounds quick and then they kind of plateau. So,
2: yes. So um, I think the main thing is. Figuring out why you're trying to lose weight. Are you trying to lose weight for a trip? Are you trying to lose weight for you know self love? Are you trying to lose, whatever the case may be? Figure out why you're trying to lose weight and what's your motivation to lose weight. Once you figure that out, you can start your plan. Um, whether it's going to the gym, changing your lifestyle. I'm big on lifestyle. That's why my brand is DH Fitness Lifestyle. Right. Just for the simple fact. No diet is gonna change who you are or anything like that. Diets are, uh, I don't like the word diet, let's go ahead and say that. Because um, there are certain diets that work, but they're only temporary. Um, Now, if you change your lifestyle, it's something that you live out every day. And you don't have to worry about, oh damn, I ate this, Uh, uh, you feel horrible about yourself. Like, okay, if you wanna have some pizza, you have your pizza. You know that you're going, alien. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my joy. You know, like, you're, going to have, you're going to have pizza, and but you go to the gym or you eat a heavy plant-based diet, um, you know, 80% of the time, you're going to be good. And when I mean heavy plant-based diet, that doesn't mean, speaking of vegetarian, it's just covering more than half your plate with vegetables, vegetables. and then having your protein, a I lean piece of protein. You do that most of the time and you go out to eat or you go on vacation and just wild out. You do whatever you want. But if your lifestyle is solid, when you come back for a vacation, you know how to bounce back. Um, so like I said, I uh, kind of drifted off there. Um, start with a plan. Seek out hope if you need help and make them smart goals. Uh, and you want to make those help me with this one said it's off the top of my head i already know this Mm -hmm. public health guy um the simple uh attainable measurable
1: um yeah it's uh specific uh some people's i've heard simple specific measurable uh some people can say assignable you know once you can assign something and it realistic and time related or yes. relevant, um, attainable.
2: Yeah, I'm going to put that on one of my posts on Instagram. Smart goals. Yeah, because um, that all makes sense. You want to make goals that are attainable. You have a time, and you want to measure that time to get there. Um, so make those. Make sure you're doing it for the right things too. You know, everybody wants to lose weight for a trip, or whatever like that. But change your lifestyle so that when you lose that weight, you can keep it off or maintain. And when you're gonna maintain, it's just like, okay, what did, what did you do to get here? You want to maintain that. And if you hit a roadblock or a plateau, you need to switch it up. Don't stop, switch it up. right? Because um, I think it's called diminishing returns. So you're doing something, but you're not getting anything in return from that. Gotcha. So you're just, it's a plateau, like I'm going to the gym, I keep on doing what I did. I lost it. But your body just like, okay, I need something else because we're doing the same stuff over and over and over again. So it's always good to switch it up with your body. Like if you're always going to the weight room, go outside and run some sprints, your body's going to respond to it like, what the hell just happened to me? And it's going to do changes for you. Yeah. Like you have to switch it up. So whenever you hit a plateau, switch it up. Um, the the change in exercise too. And keep it fun. Don't make it boring, keep it fun. That's when people start, I don't wanna do this anymore because it starts becoming boring. Set a goal for yourself.
1: Yeah, so give give us some like I guess alternative. Like we know people can run, they can walk, and they can go to a gym and lift. What are some I guess funner or more more fun options uh, for people who are trying to lose weight? Because I know sometimes like I don't mind lifting weights. I like lifting weights. Um, I like a good kind of decent workout plan that will. I think I prefer full body workouts. Um, I like those. There's less exercises per muscle group, but I still feel like I get everything done. Uh, I'm not a big fan of cardio, but I know it. For me, it is a important part of attaining my goals. For me, like I want to get lean muscle, and when I've been able to achieve that, I did a mix of. I think it's called hit, so the high intensity intervals training. So I would do a lot of running um, and then some, you know, plyometrics mixed in, so a lot of body weight type things and then like ammo can lifts and squats and burpees and all that stuff like that. So just some fun options that people could get into for exercise. All right, so I can use myself for example. Um, Just like you,
2: I love lifting weights. Um, As a track athlete, like this as a track athlete, going to the track. I love going to the track all the time. I go out to the track. I can do anything, but after a while, you're just like I'm doing the same thing. What am I going to do? I'm going to run this. I'm going to run that. I'm going to supply metrics. Um, going to the gym, do some other things. Um, get a med ball, do some some uh, do some routes. If you if you should play football and you're always going to the gym, do some routes. You're actually doing routes or you're, you're running, you're burning calories, doing routes, um, go play a game of basketball or just do some basketball drills. Those are fun things to do. You can do like a little boot camp for yourself, do stations um, or if you're doing like a hit circuit, time yourself. So if you know what the hit circuit is, time yourself and then see if you can beat that time the next week. Always try to increase your time. I hate running, um, but I do Spartan races. <laughs> and, Absolutely fucking hate running. Excuse my friends, I'm not allowed to curse on this. Yeah, you're good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is for adults. Okay, okay,
2: okay. I hate running, but I always put myself into a spark. Just because it puts me out of my comfort zone, and I know my body will be like, what the hell just happened? Even though I know it's coming, it's always something different every time. Mm-hmm. It keeps it fun. It's not fun during, but when you're finished, it's just like, wow, I'm I'm proud that I did that. Yeah. All that's- so just uh, some fun things, man. You you gotta and Google's your best friend. For sure. Google's your best friend for just Pinterest. I used to be against Pinterest, but I have a whole Pinterest with fitness stuff,
1: eating, all this stuff. Listen, like that. But, you will go down a rabbit hole with Pinterest so easily like it's so easy to do you see one thing and you slide up you say oh this is related and you slide up again and you click something pin that slide it yeah. and before you know it you've created like four or five boards and you're just like you know what I need to get off this uh cool Cool. Uh, I think one of the things that I want to get into, and I think, you know, this is good, uh, a great exercise that works all the muscle groups is swimming, If having the opportunity to go swimming. uh, I think that is a really good one. I know a lot of black people don't know how to swim, so that's a <laughs> that's a that's a, a barrier we could say. But I would encourage people to learn how to swim if you want to, or just do water aerobics, maybe you know. So shallow pool water type aerobics—that's a great piece of resistance right there. Uh, so resistance and <laughs> it's. Love less weight-bearing, and then you feel
2: like you're not doing anything, but you'll be surprised at how exhausted you are after you get out of the pool and then your body the next day. For real. That's a change. You can do that any time of the year
1: Mm. going to an indoor pool facility. Yeah. I like that. Yep, that's good. Uh, I know another other thing I would do um, is uh, I had my tea and get my net set up, so I would bring my bucket of balls and just Start swinging, you know, and do that for like, I'd probably be out there for like two hours, honestly, just go through multiple bucks. Yeah, getting the reps in. And before I knew it, I didn't realize like how tired I could be, you know, just taking the time, going through each swing, picking up the balls and stuff like that. So, Uh, It takes a lot. You know, it's it's good. It's movement. And I think that's the thing a lot of people kind of feel like if I'm not having on, if I'm not on a workout plan or if I'm not, you know, running five miles or anything like that, I'm not really doing anything. But the key is to keep moving. Just move.
2: Yeah. Just move. Um, I have a client um, that, uh, you know, she's struggling, whatever. We, We still stay on top of her about stuff. I told her you could. Attain your goals with just walking Mm. I promise you I am like telling you that you can literally walk every day And those pounds that you want to shed will come off. If you're gonna walk put on a podcast You're gonna walk put on some music walk. It can be meditation for you to Walk in your neighborhood. I know when you go to the mall you see those mall walkers. They are hitting oh, yeah, yeah. they are getting they are moving Yeah. it's nothing to walk down the street nobody has to know what you're doing you can just be taking a little stroll you walk for an hour a day and depending on your pace you can burn three to five hundred calories depending on your pace and that adds up you walk yeah. every day that adds up you can lose a pound in a week two pounds depending on how fast you're walking For sure.
1: For sure. And for those of us that work in offices and we sit, you know, take time to stand up, stretch, take the stairs. Uh, If you work on a high floor, maybe take a couple stairs maybe go up to the third floor, then take the elevator up uh, to your floor, and then continue to kind of increase and see how far you can go each week. Uh, so that's another way to do it. So I I think the biggest thing you would probably agree with is that you don't have to portray this image of being in a physical gym every single day to know that you're getting the right exercise in to, like you said, create a healthier lifestyle.
2: Yeah, create a healthy lifestyle. You can literally, okay, you can literally not go to the gym at all and just walk, but eat better, and you will get the body that you want. Now, if you want to get gains and you want to build muscle, mm-hmm. then you would have to do extra things that are weight bearing to build those muscles. But if you're trying to lose weight, yeah, it's in the It's it's all in the kitchen. <laughs>
1: Cool. So that's a good transition, too. I want to the last thing I want to discuss with you is just about nutrition. Uh, So tell us about um, tell us about how people can make better food choices. So substituting foods, uh, a few of your favorite go to dishes that you like to do, uh, you know, and a couple of things that people may not know. You know, a couple of foods that they may have seen but don't really know is is good for them. And of course, tell us about your Instagram page, DH Fit Life Kitchen, as well.
2: All right. Um.
1: So my
2: go-to, if I just really want something quick um, and healthy, um, that. Um, it's easy, and you season it well. Pretty good. You can get um, my favorite go-to with that is light or low-sodium soy sauce with lime or lemon. Put that marinate and sear it, put it in the oven, boom. Uh, My favorite vegetables, broccoli, spinach, and asparagus. So um, those are my go-to. I I really had to create a palette though. So I know a lot of people think that eating healthy is bland. It's not, if you know what you're doing. (laughs) The same way that you season your steaks, your chickens, and all this stuff like that. If you know how to season your vegetables, the vegetables will become good. Um, you just gotta learn what to use. Uh, olive oil, onion uh, onion powder, yeah. garlic powder, stuff like that. Um, you use less salt if you're gonna use salt. You don't know, use the Himalayan salt, use the sea salt. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. One thing that I hear a lot of I have a lot of clients and um, people say, how do I uh, substitute range? You know, everybody loves ranch with their wings. Everybody loves ranch with whatever ranch is like the most popular dressing, dipping sauce, whatever.
1: Niggas love um, ranch, man, I'm telling you. Like,
2: yeah, we love ranch. Like even like if I'm going to have wings, I'm gonna have ranch. I'm not even gonna have uh so
1: You don't get blue cheese? I get blue cheese. I love blue cheese.
2: it depends on how I'm feeling that day. If I'm going to Buffalo Wild Wings and they have blue cheese, fucking blue cheese. Um, but Okay, so you can get Greek yogurt, plain Greek yogurt, and get a ranch seasoning packet. Mix it together, boom, you have ranch. Try it, and you know you're probably thinking Greek yogurt is nasty. Yes, I do not like plain Greek yogurt, but when you mix it with um, ranch dressing, the seasoning packet, I think it's uh, Hidden Valley. Okay. Um, Mix it together um, and see how you like it. Or if you want it real, <laughs> you want to make it creamy. you uh, <laughs> uh, you an avocado, Get do an avocado blended. Um, put the seasoning in there, you know, put your olive oil, your lime, whatever you want to do to make that, uh, give you the ranch seasoning taste and you'll have the texture. I think you'll have the texture. Um, with the avocado more so and that could be your dressings for things you know um, oh yeah I guess I'll just give myself a shout out shout out to DDH Fitness <laughs> yes um, my um, Instagram page um, DH underscore lifestyle I think that's what it is I don't even you know my own stuff man.
1: it is DDH underscore fit life And then we have DDH underscore Fit Life underscore Kitchen. I will drop both of these in the comment section of the podcast. And then, of course, post on my own Instagram page and stuff, too.
2: I started, um, I had the whole fitness page or the, the kitchen page since July. I just opened it yesterday. So I'll be posting recipes, easy recipes. I'll just tell you what the ingredients are. My motto is season and taste. Um, you don't have to overthink it. Um, the ingredients are there, and then you just season whatever you, however you want to. Don't use a lot of salt. Yep. Find things to find things to make and be creative with it. I leave. I don't put uh, the ingredients like okay, one tablespoon of salt to uh, <laughs> uh, a, a dash pepper because not everybody has the same palate. Right. But I will say. Don't OD on salt, you know. Just make it healthy. Have fun in the kitchen. So, and I'll post. I'll post some videos soon about you know with me cooking, and you'd be surprised how easy it is to uh, meal prep and cook a quick meal. It's not that hard, but it's like you know people who talk about credit and houses and stuff like that. They feel like that's not hard. So I'm here to help if you need it.
1: Yeah, I feel like fixing your credit and getting a house is much harder than making a meal. <laughs> anyways, uh, I, t- I mean that's that's a very long term commitment. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, anyways, people
2: are in that business. Like, oh, all
1: you have to do is this. That, yeah,
2: and you I mean, know, do that for me. Right. You know. Yeah, we'll,
1: we'll take it from there. Right. Cool. Well, I appreciate you having me uh, having you around, man. I appreciate it. Uh, I know people will definitely take the time to listen and take these tips. So. If you're listening, be sure to follow Jock, Coach Jock, DDH Fitness at Instagram page DDH underscore FitLife. And then follow the food page at DDH underscore FitLife underscore Kitchen. All right. So appreciate you, man. And uh, we'll be talking That's soon. Yeah. All right. As I've mentioned before, uh, we've had... Uh, focuses on public health. so I want to continue to educate you all on public health, my favorite subject. Uh, I got my degree in that. Uh, so I definitely want to keep you posted on that stuff. So again, last couple of weeks I've brought you, you know, the basics of public health and then the Tenant Central Services of Public Health. So today I got two more uh, for you. I want to give you those, give you some more information on that. So next two I'm going to them I'll give you for the Tenant Central Services of Public Health is to inform Educate and empower people about health issues. I think this is really, really important because people aren't well versed in health all the time, right? It can be very confusing, very technical. Uh, there's a lot of terms that people use, doctors use. Pretty sure you've gone to the doctor or you know nurse's office, nurse practitioner's office, and they have give you some type of diagnosis, and it's this big word with like a ism or you know osis or plasty or whatever, and you're just kind of like, what you know, what does that mean? Uh, or if you've watched shows like Dr. Pimple Popper or this new show, right, uh, My Feet Are Killing Me, you've heard them say a lot of these like OMAs and things like that. So it's important that people know what health is is what it's about uh, and what these health issues can mean to them and their communities, of course. So we have people like doctors, uh, of course, nurses, community health workers, health educators, and more who take the time to really inform, educate, and empower people about health issues. And when we say inform, we want you to know the health issues that are happening within your community. If you're in a rural community, you might hear about how diabetes is running rampant. Uh, If you're in urban communities, you might hear about uh, Um, you know gun violence or other things like that you know that can happen anywhere really uh and and gun violence is a public health issue um it's on apha's website as well so just so you know uh so these are these are things that you definitely, you know, as a community need to know about. Right. So we want to tell you what the issues are. Then we want to educate you on the specifics of the issues. Right. We want to tell you how these issues are affecting your community, how it affects you, your body. Right. And then we want to empower you to do something about it. That's, you know, seeking legislation change so that you're able to access health care or make your streets safer. It's talking about. Um, access to healthy foods. It's empowering you to eat better, to exercise, to do more, of course. Um, so we definitely want to do that. So this one is really, really important. Misinformation can be very, very dangerous. Uh, people word of mouth is still the most powerful social media tool. And if one person can get information from anywhere, then it can easily spread. That misinformation goes around and then the next, you actually know you have a whole new crisis on your hands. Right. So uh, good important information is uh, important to know, right? Uh, And if where you want to go to find trusted sources, you can go to the CDC's website. Uh, That's a government organization website that you can go to. You can go to the National Institutes of Health website. That's a good one. Um, University website, so anything ending in edu or .gov will definitely be beneficial to you. So those are good websites to go to as well, just for for purposes of seeking information, of course. And then of course, ask your doctor uh, if you have one of those, a trusted health professional as well, okay? So the other one I wanna get into is mobilize community partnerships to identify and solve health problems, right? So when you identify the problems in your community, right, it's important that you have the right people on your team to help solve those problems, right? So we need community health centers to work with community members to, again, inform, educate, and empower them about about those health issues, of course, right? And we want to put the right people in place, right? So we need to have legislators, state legislators, city representation, uh, talking to our local governments so we can uh, get better health access, uh, make streets safer, put walkable streets up so people can walk to different places and things like that. And that is definitely one way to increase health, uh, as Coach Jock mentioned about walking. Uh, you know, so we want to. <laughs> Make sure you know the right people are in place. So that's another important thing. So all these things work really work together. Uh, these two definitely work in tandem uh, to, to solve those health issues. Of course. Um, so if you have, you know, prime example, uh, I used to work for uh, the Department of Health and Environmental Control in South Carolina. I worked in the HIV Prevention Division, and we worked with community-based organizations that were specifically tasked to uh, inform, educate, and empower people about getting tested and doing. HIV testing and things like that. Uh, So we had a state organization with a local organization partnering to make sure we increased the efforts uh, and the education surrounding HIV and STD testing. So very, very important. So that's just one example. Okay. All right. So. Moving forward to my last point, uh, I told y'all we had a logo, but man, I am so excited. I was like, you know what? I got to put it on a T-shirt. So guess what? We got said talk tees. That's right. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, I got mine already. Uh, I got mine ordered. It'll be here, I think, next week, by the end of next week. So I'll take a picture. I got me a long sleeve shirt and I will take a picture and post it for you. And so if you want one, of your support of the show, want to support your boy, I truly appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, go ahead and get you one. So the website is slash said talk, said talk dash teas. I'll drop the link in my in the comments, of course, post it on Facebook. So if you're following me and then what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna get that like link tree service or whatever where I can post multiple links. So uh, I'll post this link along with the said talk link in the bio of my Instagram page. So you can just click on that one link and it'll take you to an options for all that, okay? So I really, really appreciate it. I think you'll like them. I got long sleeve shirts, short sleeve shirts, that come in different colors. Uh, so merch is part of my growth for this thing. And then if you're wondering, like where the proceeds go, um, I've told you before, and if you follow them again, follow me on Facebook or Instagram or anything else. I have a nonprofit organization that I've started in South Carolina and now recently organized in Indiana. Uh, so that goes towards the money I make for these goes towards supporting that effort. And my effort nonprofit uh, supports minority youth uh, through sport. And we continue to educate, empower, empower, and expose them to new opportunities so that they're ready for the world ahead of them. Okay, so if you wanna know more about my nonprofit, uh, follow my nonprofit's page at Palmetto Pride 803 and you can also check out our website at www.PalmettoPrideSports.org, okay? So with that being said, I offer you some advice. It's 2020, a new year, and everyone is starting off something new, right? everyone's made goals, resolutions, they've set themes, all kinds of things. And they're truly eager to achieve and be true to them. I know I am, right? I definitely said I wanted to be consistent this year. I wanted to be consistent in my faith, consistent in working out, consistent in you know, working on my nonprofit. And I believe so far I've done very well uh, in these first 10 days. I think they say you do something 21 days straight to make a habit. So if you can do that, you can definitely keep going for the rest of the year. So we have 365 days to hold fast, to making the life you currently have better than it was before others on a journey to establish a healthier lifestyle Uh, some of y'all are finally taking those steps to move forward in your career you know you're applying for that management position you're asking for a pay increase or you're starting your own company right how important is that uh whatever you're doing in 2020 i want you to realize this one thing this is your race and no one else's Nobody's. Some of us start out the block like super fast. They shoot out. They start winning immediately. You can see the wins. They get, you know, they get the LLC set up. They get business clients. They get, you know, a place to set up their business and all those things. Right. And, and you know, and for others, we may stumble or we don't get the best start out the block. Right. You know, we're not. You know, if you watched a, a, a track meet, you have seen some people just shoot out others. You know, they don't get the best start. And then, you know, oftentimes if we do, we don't feel like we're doing anything. We feel like we're falling behind. You know, we have to play catch up. Uh, It can be discouraging to see others crushing their goals um, and then seeing the things they sought after come so easily. Uh, And you're still kind of waiting. I want to tell you this. Don't rush it from somebody who has been there. Don't rush it. Okay. take a deep breath. Keep putting one foot in front of the other and keep moving. It's just like running. Right. Keep breathing. Keep putting one foot in in front of the other and keep moving. Don't stop. See, the difference between a race that you watch on TV or a race that's on the track is that you're competing to see who can run the fastest in the shortest amount of time, you know, for a set amount of distance. But this thing in life, while every day isn't guaranteed, you have more time. And this is your race, okay? There's no competition but yourself. You're the only one on the track and all you have to do is run your ways. Yes, there are many obstacles, but whether you stumble through or jump over them, this is still your race. So keep your head up keep one foot in front of the other and keep running your race. Okay. So look, that's all I got. I appreciate y'all listening this week, man. We're back again. Uh, thanks to jock for being on my show. Uh, really, really appreciate it. I'm gonna have more guests for you going forward in 2020. I think people enjoy that. I think the people who come on enjoy it. I surely do. All right. Um, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Irepta5 at I R E P D A P H I V E. follow the SoundCloud uh, podcast at said talk. So just said talk on SoundCloud. And you know, I'll be in touch with y'all. All right. So like I said, that's all I got. And we're gonna let this Migo stir fry fade us out.
0: your booty, made the world cry. cry. In the kitchen, wrist twisted like it's stir fry. It. Hold them bands down. Hey, Hold your mask down. Hey. Who thought you'd come around? Who did that trap sound? Designer, go fashion shows, show house, made it go Control the bag now. Control. No need to brag now. They no put the mask down. Man.